Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, October. October 20th. And listen, we talked about how good of a week in sports this is. How lit was Wednesday? I mean, seriously, we had two baseball games. We had a massive opening of the NBA, and we're definitely going to talk about some of the games. Not in depth, because again, it's one of 82. Take a deep breath. It is fun to get excited and worked up about teams like, oh, I don't know, the Nets, who get destroyed by a million points on opening night at home. Gosh, you got to, yeah, yeah, you love to see it. Um, but quickly on the baseball, Yankees, man, I so they're down. No, it's tied 1-1. I go to walk the dog. I come back. 4-1 Astros. What the heck? The, you know, I, I got a bad feeling about the series for the Yanks. Uh, just not a great feeling. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to root for the Yankees quietly, and I'm not going to talk too much trash to the Astros fans. I will say I have a throwback 80s Astros hat that I like a lot. I just don't like this team and the aura of cheating around them. It's just... It, it rubs me the wrong way. Uh, nice to see the Padres 
come back and take game two. So now Phillies Padres won a piece. Uh, that's a fun series. Um, but listen, I, I, I would be lying to you if I didn't say I was watching a lot of NBA on Wednesday. And I, I mean, where do you guys want to begin? It has to be the Nets, right? We have a good guest coming up. He's going to talk. Tyler Dunn, he's going to talk about this new book he's got on tight ends. It's pretty cool. Hanging out with Jeremy Shockey. You guys remember him. He was once a really good tight end. Tony Gonzalez stories. It's really an interesting book. But before we get to Tyler, just a couple notes on the NBA opening night. So I'll start with the negative. Well, we're we're a positive podcast. I'm sorry. We are positive. I'm going to start with Zion Williamson. Nice to have you back, buddy. 25 and 9, four steals. Really nice performance as the Pelicans blow out. Yes, that's correct. Blow out the Nets. We'll get to the negative later. Okay. Very nice victory. I got to give a shout out. Even though they lost, Paolo Banquero, 27 points. Not a bad debut. Listen, I love this kid coming out of Duke. You know that. I have a soft spot for the Orlando Magic. Got a lot of family down in the Orlando area. And so I I have one eye on them. One of the guests coming on our show uh, is an Orlando Magic fan. Um, Detroit had a good opening game from their rookie, Jaden Ivey. But again, I can't get into the weeds or I'll just never end up uh, getting to our guest. One more positive, maybe two. Because you know I'm all in on this team this year. Atlanta Hawks get the dub over a frisky Rockets team. The backcourt I love did not shoot well, but Trey Young, 23-13. and 13. DeJounte Murray, 20-11-5. I'm just telling you guys. This team is pretty damn good. They've got a really good eight-man rotation, and if they can get anything, they got the Holiday Brothers coming off the bench. The the kid Jalen Johnson out of Duke, remember him from a couple years ago? He like bailed on Duke midseason. The first guy ever to do that. He's getting minutes. They got a young bench. I like this team, guys. I like the Hawks. I do. Uh, shout out to my Knicks who pushed the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Did lose in overtime. Really good game. Okay, now on to the negative because you know it's kind of fun to. Talk about the negative sometimes, right? Uh, Let's start with the Miami Heat. Now, it's funny, guys. I'm an idiot because I told you on Wednesday's podcast I didn't like the Heat this year. I did not. I don't like the vibes around them. I think the roster did not get better. It got worse. And I'm not a big believer in this team this year. That being said, a couple buddies told me, hey, the Miami Heat are the side on opening night. Chicago, no Lonzo, no Zach Levine. They literally have nobody. They're going to get killed. I look at the line. It's creeping up. I get it at seven and a half. It's It was at six. It went up to eight. And the Chicago Bulls beat their ass. I mean, seriously. I, Miami, just an ominous start. When you basically lose to DeMar DeRozan. I forgot. It doesn't matter how old he is. He's still going to give you 37. 37. And the kid Ayo Desunmu. I can't even say his name. Remember, he was an Illinois really nice player. 17 points starting. Not bad. Not bad. Nice job, Miami Heat. 0-1, I am betting. Well, no, 1-1, one one, because remember, I had the um, Warriors over the Lakers. I can't believe anybody was betting the Lakers opening night. Anyways, on to one more negative note around the NBA before we get to the uh, to the Brooklyn Nets. So, the Charlotte Hornets are not a good team this year. LaMelo Ball's hurt. Miles Bridges, like their second best or best player from a year ago, is like suspended by the league. He's got an ugly situation. He may not even play this year. They're considered one of the worst teams in the East. They went to San Antonio and beat the Spurs by 27. 27. I looked at, I, I rattled off the Spurs starting lineup. I, I think, I don't know who it was too. Might have just been on the pod. Guys, they are aggressively bad. 
Like, I like Tyus Jones. He's a solid backup point guard. He's not your starter. Devin Vassell, good shooter. I don't know if he's ready to be a starter in this league yet. They started the rookie, Jeremy Sohan. The only thing kept keeping them from Victor Wenbanyama is going to be Keldon Johnson, who's a nice player. They literally can just say, rest of the, we're going to, we'll trade away Keldon Johnson to the Lakers if the Lakers want him. And we'll figure out what we're going to do with Westbrook, not keep him. And next thing you know, the San Antonio Spurs are going to be like a 12-win team. I really see this happening. They're bad. Now, let's get to my favorite quote-unquote opening night in the NBA. The Brooklyn Nets getting spanked at home. They gave up 40 in the third quarter. 40 to the New Jersey Pelicans. Now, I'm not saying the Pelicans looked awesome. Pelicans did look good. Shot 49% from the field. 21 offensive rebounds. Again, Zion looked good. Brandon Ingram looked good. Um, CJ McCollum, the kid Trey Murphy off the bench from um, UVA hit, hit a bunch of threes. But this is more about the Brooklyn Nets. Okay? Ben Simmons, in his first game in 17 months, fouled out early fourth quarter. Finished with four points on three shots. Five rebounds, five assists. He was plus minus a minus 26. Now, I'm going to give him a little pass. Don't laugh because it's his first game in 17 months. Okay? Kyrie Irving, who did this phony interview with a reporter from uh, Stadium because they're chummy and I think they had the same representation maybe. Um, I think they did like six months ago. It might have changed. Kyrie Irving's talking about NBA MVP, winning a title. Like, he really is delusional. And he's living in his own little dream world. He's not a good basketball player right now, guys. He's just not. He's not committed. Six of 19 shooting. Missed all his threes. 15 points. Thoroughly outplayed by whoever the Pelicans put on him. And Kyrie Irving got a tech because he was upset with some of the calls against Ben Simmons and, you know, was showing up the refs. I I feel bad for Kevin Durant. The biggest mistake Kevin Durant made in his career was following Kyrie Irving to the Brooklyn Nets. You can make the argument, well, the Warriors forced him to play that. I mean, that's not true. He wanted to play. There was no way he could go back to Golden State. Fine, don't don't go back to Golden State. But don't follow Kyrie Irving into the gutter. Kyrie Irving has dragged down Kevin Durant's career, his reputation. He's asking out of Brooklyn. Folks, this is just the beginning, okay? You lose opening night by 22 to the Pels at home, and you got to start... When does the finger pointing begin? Okay? Uh, Listen, you guys know I like Kevin Durant a lot. This is a very ominous beginning. You lose at the buzzer, hey, you lose at the buzzer. You lose a close game, fine. This was blowout city the entire second half. I mean, Pelicans ran away and hid in the third quarter. Not what you want to see from Kyrie and KD. Ben Simmons, uh, again, 17 months off. Come on, guys. Cut the guy some slack. Um, All right, let's get to our guest. Uh, uh, Quick note, after the guest, best bet for Thursday Night Football. I like it. It's a hold-your-nose plug-and-play. I don't think you're going to. But first, let's get to our guest, Tyler Dunn, who's going to tell you a great book that he wrote all about tight ends. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who 
knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy who hopefully can help us break down one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL so far, the Green Bay Packers. He's covered them for a while. He's a prolific writer. He's got a new book out, The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends. George Kittle, maybe? Uh, Travis Kelsey, who's saving my fantasy team? How Tight Ends Save Football. Tyler Dunn, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Jason. Good good to be here, man. Thanks so much yeah. for, for having me on Straight Fire. I love the show. Yeah, I mean, listen, congrats on your book and timing it to the start of the NFL season, right? Couldn't have worked a little bit better, right? Hell yeah, man. If you love football, real football, right? The violence, the high intensity, everything <laughs> we fell in love with as the NFL just, you know, pours its product into Purell to change everything we've loved. If, if that's if that's what you love, I, I think you'll enjoy this book, man. Just travel the country, hanging out with Dicka, Shockey, Gonzalez, Jackie Smith, Shockey. Gaunt, Gaunt Kittle. It was yeah, Shockey was wild. Shockey was wild. That was probably uh, right at the top Wait, of the list. Take you to a strip club, maybe. We threw back a couple of drinks at a bar in Miami. That guy, that guy is that guy's a bit of a savage from what I've heard. Um, so I, I don't know. So tight ends, like I think tight end, you're right. I think big polar bear like dudes who are rugged, Mark Bavaro, you know, they were the ones who go went over the cross the middle back in like the eighties and nineties, and there was this segment where uh I think it was Chris Berman would it would call it like jacked up. And tight ends would come across the middle and these safeties and line, they would just pulverize them and everybody would yell jacked up. I don't know if you remember this, do you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because we used to love it and revel in it. And now it's like, no, we need that out of football. I don't It's changed a lot, huh? Yeah. You know, I obviously with what we've learned about concussions and CTE, I, I'm not advocating for the decapitation no. of human beings on a football field. But like anything, when you see it, you know it. And the overcorrection, uh, the, the last decade, I think, has been a little ridiculous. I, I think the NFL is trying to have it both ways, right? They they, they know that this is a violent, aggressive product for, you know, it, it's, it's not like basketball or baseball where you can just pick up a ball and join your buddies and play. It's There's an attrition to football. It's either for you or it's not for you. There's an element of risk to the sport that's inherent that makes it special. So when you get the best of the very best, I mean, these are modern day gladiators out there in a profession. We can't wrap our minds around. I mean, think about a training camp practice. It's 90 degrees. You're fighting for your livelihood. If you twist your ankle and you miss a practice, hell, you might be fired. You might be out of a job, Uh, but the mental pressure alone, but like, you know, you might be throwing punches against a teammate. And next thing you know, you're in the cold tub talking about each other's family. So we can't really wrap our heads around this in our normal nine to fives. But that's kind of what we love. That's why we tune in. You know, put flags in their hips and see how many people watch. Um, yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I ain't watching that, right? But they're, they're yeah. trying to kind of appeal to, you know, this world in which we're offended by everything and still yeah. appeal to why we tune in. I, I feel like they're just trying to find a middle ground that, frankly, does not exist. So if you were just honest, yeah. you know, up front, be up front with the players, be up front with the public. It's unsafe, and that's okay. If you want to take this risk on... By all means, take it on. Yeah, I, I get the vibe. Just listening to you explain that and then letting it sink in, despite what I've got going with fantasy, gambling, survivor. Like, I love football. But just hearing that and knowing which way the wind is blowing, you know, politically and as a country, it's just starting to feel like football is getting softer and softer, which is not great. But again, you watch Tua get ragdolled to the oh. turf. Tyler, come on. Like, you, you got to say, it's on some point, you were like, holy cow, dude, is this guy going to die? Like, it, uh, unfortunately, no doubt. we may get there where it gets close. Like, two is supposed to come back this week, Tyler. 
I personally don't think that's smart. Uh, I happen to be fortunate enough to live around a couple guys with dads who, who have kids my age, and they are brain surgeons. And these guys are telling me, dude, if I was giving him advice and I haven't seen the x-ray or whatever, I got to say sit out the season. Like, there's no way you should be coming back. And it's like, he's back, Tyler. He's coming back this week. I, I could not agree more. I mean, when, when with what we know about head trauma, with what we know about concussions, and when you have one, two, three, four, how it can get progressively get worse with the symptoms. Hey, I'm not taking away from that. I just want honesty, right? Let's be upfront about it. This is this is a reality until it's touch flag it was the collision. The, the, the play against Buffalo and the play against Cincinnati, was there anything illegal, right? I don't know what either defense does in those no. situations. There was no flag in the Cincinnati game where he got knocked out. And now, anytime you touch a quarterback, you're getting a flag. It's weird. It is. It is. And it's it's unbelievably unfortunate. Like I, But I don't know what the solution is, right? Unless you really do want to take blocking and tackling out of the sport. Um, to no. do avoid it completely. That, that's the only way you avoid concussive and subconcussive hits. It's, it, it's yeah. a sad reality. And um, I, I, thankfully we do know in 2022 what it does to your brain. It doesn't really matter if you put these Mars attack, like padding around your helmet and training camp, okay. which are freaking ridiculous. The brain is still in a skull jiggling around in a helmet. And mm-hmm. I mean, you could work on the helmet technology. all you want. That's the reality of it. So no, I, I'm not, you know, advocated for, players with concussions to play week in and week out. It's, it should be a personal choice, right? If Tua wants to consider his life 10, 20, 30 years down the line and then says, look, this isn't worth it. I've done my research. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. We don't understand if he just sat out the season, right? Yeah. But these guys have been doing this since they were what? 10, 11, 12 years old. You know, these guys only know football. Like they're built for this. They're going to retire. They're going to um, get their family money. But at any rate, let's move on to the book and tight ends. I I, want to ask, um, I don't know. You said Shockey was interesting. Um, You know, we're in this moment now. Kyle Pitts goes in the top five. Kelsey is part of a a, a dynasty and and the best pass catcher left with Tyreek gone. George Kittle in San Francisco. Tight ends are kind of having a moment now, right? Yeah, I really think too, like, if you want to pinpoint, uh, you know, I guess in the book, the blood and guts, I'd say the climax of the book, like the pivot point for the position is Tony Gonzalez is that evolution where the turn of the century, you know, he comes out of Cal, he played football, he played basketball in college, but he still kind of looked at as this, this basketball dude out of Cal. Nobody's really respected him in Kansas city. That first training camp, he tells funny stories of Derek Thomas and, and Von Booker's looking at him like, who, where's Tony Gonzalez? Where, where's he at? And Bill Romanowski's trying to bully him in, in football like he was bullied back in the day in, in SoCal. Uh, finally, he forced the league to respect him as a player, and he forced the league to evolve when, frankly, Kansas City's offense, under Dick Vermeil, anyways, and Trent Green in the greatest show on turf, it was wide receiver-centric. It wasn't tight end-centric. Mm. He, he still put up numbers, but it was kind of in spite of the scheme. And then uh, you get to Atlanta – and that's the build-up. That's the climax of the saw where he clashes with a Mike Malarkey, an old-school coach, a grunner. That's the way Malarkey played. That's the way he coached. Day one, he's putting in film of Mark Bruner for Tony Gonzalez to look at, saying, this is who you need to be for me. Tony's thinking, why in the hell did you trade for me? <laughs> and Mike Malarkey's thinking the same thing. Why did we trade for this guy? I wanted a tight end. I didn't want Tony Gonzalez. The arranged marriage was doomed. 
Uh, that you know, they they go at it for for practice and practice out after practice. He's got Tony Gonzalez out there just bashing in the D lineman. Tony doesn't understand why. And then the culmination <laughs> is at Tampa, week seventeen. Tony Gonzalez is stuck on reception nine nine nine, and Tony says that Mike Malarkey iced him out. Mike Malarkey says he didn't know he was going for one thousand. And there's a scene in the locker room that I paint in the book. I think people will. Uh, my, 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 my blew their minds a little bit. They almost they almost threw down, um, according to Tony Gonzalez. He, he was ready to fight for his position, what he felt was right. And it just goes to show, like, Tony Gonzalez still got his – Tony Gonzalez still changed the game with basketballifying it. You know, he's three, four inches shorter than Ed O'Bannon and Tim Thomas on a basketball court. Yeah. But on a football field against a corner, a linebacker, a safety, it's unfair. Like, what he, what he could do – with his athleticism, and now to get to your question, today, every team's seeking that Tony Gonzalez. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. N- nobody's pulling up the clips of a Mark Bruner in the 90s saying, like, this is what I want you to be. Now, not to minimize that, there's a role for that player, but you need that athletic phenom. And if you don't have him, you better be looking for him. It's weird. I, when I was covering one of my first jobs out of college, I was covering high school sports in northern Jersey. And there was this powerhouse program, Wayne Hills, and they had this longtime coach. I think his name, last name was Olson, and he had these two kids, uh, <laughs> and one of them was Greg Olson. Well, I think he had three kids, but anyways, Greg Olson, and they're like, this freshman, wait till you see him. So I think I covered like his first or second game, and he's just hulking like six five freshman, defensive end, and they were like, let, 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 we want him to play tight end too. And I'm like, why would you put this humongous dude at tight end? <laughs> And, of course, Greg Olson, you know, this is in high school. He was in high school, and he was just so dominant getting to the passer. And I'm like, wow, okay, 6'5", man, that guy's a monster. And he goes, of course, becomes like a superstar uh, in college in the NFL. And it's like, is that the prototypical tight end, like 6'5", 250? Yeah. <laughs> if you throw some that, athleticism in there, some speed. Oh, my gosh. You know what's wild too, Jason? It's like there, there, there is a guy like Rob Gronkowski who looked up to Jeremy Shockey and wrote letters to Jeremy Shockey, idolized him, um, that that did want to be a tight end. But for the most part, the tight end position chooses you, and it takes a certain you know mixture of of you know gifts that are that are athletic and physical, but as mental as much as anything. I mean, Jimmy Graham is fighting for his damn life in a group home, getting his face literally beat in in the back of a van by, by troubled teens when nobody wanted him. He's basically an orphan. Um, his mother, everybody in his life who should have been looking after him just gave him away. I mean, he, oh, he no. everything he went through, it led to being a tight end and, and everything that that entails because it isn't glitz and glamor. There is a lot of grit and grime. Get Dallas Clark, same deal. I mean, my God, his, his mother dies in his arms when he's a high school senior. Um, he's like a six, seven string linebacker wearing weird numbers on his jersey. I think he had a triple digit number when he first got to Iowa and he's, he's mowing Kinnick stadium. He's selling the campus newspaper. He's a dummy for psychology students just to get a few extra bucks to pay his way through school. And eventually Kirk Ferentz says, yeah, we're going to put you up. We're going to put you at tight end. And that just indomitable drive inside of him was, was perfect for it. Uh, again and again, I think you see why these are like the uniquely qualified dudes to just keep the position and keep the sport alive, era to era. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm afraid to ask, what happened? to? I remember Dallas Clark. Didn't he have a couple concussions at the end? Oh, my gosh. I mean, all of these guys just suffered concussions, yeah. suffered injuries. But D- Dallas Clark is, is, man, he should not be lost in history because. That guy was so good <sighs> with Peyton Manning, right? He did. I mean, if we want to get into the scheme of it all and the X's and O's, obviously, 
Peyton Manning and the Colts, it was humming, right? That no huddle. It, he was doing his thing in the early 2000s. But Dallas Clark, and, and Peyton Manning told me this himself, he was the chess piece that took it to a different level because if you put him in the slot, and he became a slot receiver basically when Brandon Stokely suffered an injury in, 2000, in 2006 year, they won the Super Bowl. Um, you put him in the slot, all right, you want to put a corner on him, somebody small, he can drive him downfield, he can bury you. You know, he, he comes from Iowa. There's some toughness to him. Uh, but if you want to put a linebacker out, he's going to lead into all of the reps that he has with Peyton Manning. I mean, in the offseason, and they were like best friends. They're pulling pranks on teammates all the time, legendary pranks. Uh, but when it came to the field, they didn't just work up the Coryell route tree. They didn't go one through nine. It was like, today we're going to work on this one route until we get it absolutely perfect, 20 to 25 times, to an inch. And then that's what you get in 2006 against Baltimore, divisional playoff round, game on the line, setting up a field goal to win. Boom, the ball's there, even though Corey Ivey's in perfect coverage. So, um, yes, yeah, schematically, Dallas Clark is everything the Colts needed to just to reach a totally new level. And it's all rooted in his just insane upbringing and everything he fought through at Iowa. Now, Tyler, you also write for a website, Go Long. Um, I know you've done a lot of stuff on the Bills. I was just checking it out. Some stuff on the Packers. I got to ask you on Green Bay. They've, they've been, I, I think, the most disappointing team so far this season. I, the, I, I know the schedule is kind of up and down, but what, what do you make of this Aaron Rodgers stuff? I actually had someone try to tell me, watch him push for a trade. I had an agent in the, in the NFL industry text me that. I'm like, what? Do you, what? I mean, what, what's happening? What do you think's happening with the Packers right now? Well, the Packers should have traded him two years ago when he's holding you hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was banging away at that drum at go long and people were, were looking at me like I had three heads, but I, okay. He's the MVP of the league. I get it. But he's also dragging you out into the public square, trying to embarrass you. And instead of basically, you know, taking a sheet of paper and writing down exactly what you want from San Francisco, from Denver, from whoever, I mean, my God, if Russell Wilson a year later is getting two first, two seconds and a package of players, yeah. what is Aaron Rodgers going to get you? By the way, you drafted a quarterback in the first round who, in theory, should be playing soon. Um, People it, forgot about Jordan Love. Like, that's a complete waste of a pick. How are they not getting savage for that? Anyways, continue. See, I, I kind of like Jordan Love. I, th- I think I think that he should have turned what the What is there to like about him? <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't seen anything preseason or otherwise from this guy that Led, leads me to believe he could be anything. Have you have you seen it? I, I think that it's he's an old school developmental quarterback, and we're so used to these guys playing right away. I think they knew that they took somebody who was extremely raw at that last year at Utah State. You know, there's just absolute chaos all around him. He's improvising. He's throwing throwing on the run. He he has a lot. He has he has taken a lot of steps. I think you have to look beyond the numbers in this past preseason where. I mean, interceptions are bouncing off guys' hands. He, he looked better. I mean, I'm not saying he's ready to be a, a playoff quarterback right now, but, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers is is doing what he was doing to your franchise at that point, and you did draft a quarterback in the first round, you can, I mean, you can get a veteran in a deal. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the main reason to pull that trade to me is Tom Brady is the anomaly. Tom Brady is not normal, right? These quarterbacks are not all going to be playing like that at 45. Pey- Peyton Manning – uh, Drew Brees, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, Troy, p- p- anybody else, when they get into their late 30s, early 40s, the a little bit of it comes off the fastball. Your athleticism takes a little bit of a hit. Uh, unless your defense is lights out like Denver was in 2015 or the team around Drew Brees like it was in 2020, you're, you're, you're not going to compete. So now that you see the defense is just kind of average, right? The supporting cast is just kind of okay, um, at yeah. least six games in. 
Aaron Rodgers is being exposed as an ordinary quarterback. And I think there's going to come a point this season where Green Bay looks back and says, holy hell, why didn't we do what Seattle did and then some? Because it's $150 million. I mean, that's an albatross yeah. of a con- like, Whenever he retires, they're toast. I don't know where they go post Aaron what, Rodgers now. What do you think the market is for him if he said, you know what, I've had a good run. I think I'm done. I don't like LaFleur. First of all, his age, I think he turns 39 here soon. Um, are people going to be clamoring for him and giving up multiple firsts and seconds? They're not good. I don't think so. I think that ship is safe. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. Yeah, that's right. I, I would agree. Um, you know, unless they're paying an owner, Jordan Love. An owner could step in uh, and that, say, I fair. want Aaron Rodgers, right? Da- David Tepper in Carolina. Uh, we haven't had a quarterback. That's the only path out of this morass that I'm in. Let's bring him on. Like, there's some teams who have not, they just haven't figured out quarterback. The Dolphins. Uh, since Dan Marino left, they haven't figured out quarterback. It's a, it's very tough, man. Yeah. My Jets, tell me the best Jets quarterbacks in the last 35 years. Man, like Ken, Ken O'Brien. I mean, seriously, Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow, Ken O'Brien. Oh, geez, don't go there. Uh, Chad Pennington, I think, won a couple playoff games. Mark Sanchez won four. Ken O'Brien won. Brett Favre for a year. No, oh, they didn't even make the playoffs. That was a disaster. Um, but I, I am curious. Like, do you think the uh, there's enough time? Because... You know, the overreaction, Tyler, you know this, right? Two years ago, uh, Bucks 7-5 and five win the Super Bowl. Last year, Rams 7-5, and five, Stafford struggling, win the Super Bowl. So 3-3, three and three, not the end of the world, right? I, I think that Green Bay, in, in theory, is a Super Bowl team, right? The NFC is just a cluttered mess. I mean, at the start of the season, that's what I'm thinking. Because the defense, I mean, you've drafted a ton of guys in the first round. You did it again. Yep. With Quay Walker, with Devontae Wyatt, you, you've got the best nose tackle in football in Kenny Clark. You've got a playmaking linebacker in Devondre Campbell. Um, Campbell's not been the same Campbell this season, right? I, I think that it, it, on paper, you can talk yourself into Green Bay, winning a certain way, winning that back alley way that San Francisco has done these past few seasons. And you get into the game, I don't know who's to blame, right? Aaron Rodgers has carte blanche to do whatever he wants, whether it's at the facility, uh, talk, talking about immunization, or at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> calling, you know, changing runs to passes. And I get it to your point. It's so hard to find a quarterback. I do get just given, you know, giving Aaron Rodgers all that money, giving him all that freedom, not to totally understand that logic, but they're in it now. So he's at the line of scrimmage, throwing the ball 40 times. And Aaron Jones is getting nine carries. Uh, at some point, Matt LaFleur is going to have to step in and say, look, I'm the coach. You know, we, we can't be doing this. We, we can't be ignoring our best player all game long and losing to the freaking New York Jets. Uh, I think at some point that that's got to happen if it <laughs> hey, hasn't happened put yet. Put some respect on the Jets, Tyler, the New York Jets. <laughs> Ouch. Um, hey, so we could wrap up with this. Like, it's We're in an interesting time where the COVID year scoring was like super high and then it came down a little last year and now it's down significantly. And a lot of people are saying, well, once, um, I don't remember who was credited with solving, quote-unquote solving, Mahomes with the two high safeties and making him take the six- and seven-yard routes that he doesn't want. He wants the big play. Like, everybody's now copying that. It's slowed down Joe Burrow, and the big plays aren't there, and now scoring is kind of down. And you're seeing some numbers that are like, this hasn't happened in 20 years, and totals are down, and everybody who's betting unders is cleaning up. I don't know, Tyler, is this like a some kind of flashpoint moment we're approaching where the league may have to do something. Cause you know that uh, whether it's the movies, uh, NBA, uh, college football, everybody likes scoring. They're exciting. It puts butts in the seats. What do you make of what's happening now? Or is it just an overblown small sample size? 
It's a great question because the league is definitely on top of things like this. They, they want yeah. to turn this into shootout, uh, just shootout football every way possible. The flags, the fines, psych- psychologically getting in the defensive players' heads. You can't, you cannot act like that. You cannot hit like that. So if they're seeing the coverages the way they are, I don't, I don't know what they do. I don't know if they'd outlaw a certain coverage or, or try to do something behind the scenes to, to get defenses out of that. I, I think at this point, there's just going to be a great counter from offenses to, I don't know, maybe I'm an old soul, run the ball, north and south, right? I mean, it's run power. You, you watch teams like New England <laughs> just run power instead of wide zone. Yeah. And these 230-pound linebackers, they don't really know how to handle it. If they're in that two-deep shell, there, there's going to be room to run. It's it's not necessarily pretty. It's not necessarily what the NFL wants, but that can be a recipe for success. Right? Even, I know Detroit hasn't been winning games, but they were running power there the first three, four weeks. Just 200, 250 yard, yards a game. Because teams couldn't handle it. You know, man on a man. You know, you know, wide zone, I think defensive linemen are more responsible for gaps. So they're just kind of shimmying down the line and just kind of trying to muddy it up. But if it's straight north and south, um, you got to get off a block. It's old school. And I think a lot of defensive linemen just can't really do it. And if you're sitting back with those two safeties, yeah. might as well. Yeah, it is interesting. That I saw a stat that last week, week six, eight teams won games when their quarterback had under 200 yards pass. Ah, and, snap. you know, my Jets were one of them uh, because the Brees Hall just pounding away, hammering away at the Packers. Um, and, and, like, these are quarterbacks you don't totally have to respect, right? So you don't even really need the too high. You just right. don't want to give up the big plays and the quick touchdowns. It's like, you know, Zach Wilson, he's not really beating you over the top, although they do have speed. And it's like, I don't want to say it's a tough watch, but, I mean, did you watch any of Chargers-Broncos Monday? Like, Herbert, I think, threw 57 passes and had a total of 230 yards or something. Brutal. I think defenses are okay with uh, the the, the 15-play, 75-yard drive. Yeah. If if you want to eat up 10 minutes, be our guest, they're going to say. And um, it's not as visually appealing. You're right. It it just isn't. I I don't know how it's going to change. It is a cyclical league, though. So I'd imagine once these teams start hammering away – with backs and old school football, maybe they they just collectively get defenses out of this look. Yeah, yeah. Didn't wasn't like there were like only a handful of teams with a fullback last year or something like that. Yeah, it's like nobody drafts fullbacks ever. And of course, well, guess who? The Patriots. You know, they're running fullbacks out there. Like, oh, what are these guys doing? Patriots slowly starting to get their act together with a third string quarterback. Anyway, Tyler Dunn, congrats on the latest book. Uh, I mean, you're tireless, dude. You're everywhere. <laughs> and um, who you got in the Super Bowl as of right now? Not your preseason pick, but like six weeks in. I'm glad you phrased it that way. I don't, I don't want to recite my Super Bowl pick. Uh, I got I got a reputation to protect here, Jace. <laughs> Green Bay. Let me guess, you had Ravens, there. Packers, or Cincy Green Bay. Ravens. Cincy Green Bay. Um, Cincy. Okay. All right. Here's one for you. Let's let's go Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo looks unstoppable right now. I think Von Miller is that missing piece that they needed to, to get after Pat. We saw it. I mean, he ended the last three drives. Yeah. Um, Buffalo and Minnesota. We're gonna go with Kevin. Oh O'Connell's wow, bunch. Vikings. Yes. Jeez. I, All right. Balls I love what like he's it. building I like and. It. I think that they've been winning the games that Mike Zimmer would find a way to lose. I think that, you know, the older I get, the more you realize culture matters and the world that Mike Zimmer created in Minnesota was toxic in so many ways. Uh, and Kevin O'Connell has completely flipped it. Guys want to play for him. They get what they want to wake up in the morning. They want to go to work and they've got a core of, of talent that you know, comes down to Kirk cousins. I know, but I feel like 
if they can avoid injuries to that core, they're, San Francisco, right? If they stay healthy, they're in the mix too, obviously. There's a path for Minnesota to, to get to the Super Bowl. No doubt about it. We'll, we'll see about that defense, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And the game's not on Monday night, so Kirk Cousins should be fine. That's uh, right. Anyway, That's Tyler right. Dunn, uh, thanks again, man, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Jason. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Good stuff from Tyler Dunn. Pick up his book on tight ends. I wonder if he talked about any Jets tight ends. I'm going to go ahead and guess no, unfortunately. Um, All right, let's get to the best bet Thursday night football. It's better than the last two weeks, I'll tell you that much. Saints at Arizona. The Cardinals are reeling. I bet the Cardinals against Seattle and lost. I faded the Saints last week with the Bengals and won. Folks, this line movement has been a little weird. It it was on Arizona all week, and then Tuesday it went down to one or pick them. And I'm like, huh, well, guess what happened? Wednesday the injury report comes out, and all of a sudden it's back to Arizona two and a half. Why is that? Michael Thomas will not play. Jarvis Landry will not play. Guard Andrus Pete will not play. Tight end Troutman, nope. And I think most importantly, Marshawn Lattimore, their cornerback, who the backup got cooked by Jamar Chase on the game winner, will not play. That is significant. All those guys, I think they're definitely worth two points at least. Arizona will be without Hollywood Brown with the foot injury. He's out for a while. Sounds like James Conner, they listed him as questionable. But what really hurts is if Rodney Hudson does not play, and it looks like he's going to be ruled out, as well as Justin Pugh. I mentioned this on Cowherd Show. Small quarterback, you need a good center. Hudson was great. When he's out, you can get pressure up the middle. And it's tough for the small quarterback to see over the line. Not only is Hudson out, but Pugh right next to him has been out. And if you look at the pro football focus grades, their tackles have been okay. But the guard play has been atrocious. And the center, backup center, has got destroyed last week against Seattle. It's like, the Seahawks don't usually sack quarterbacks five times. What the hell's going on? Well, it's the offensive line, dummy. But there is good news. The Saints are equally as beat up. And I know you're not going to like this because nobody wants to bet on this team. It's frustrating to back Kingsbury. Uh, the worst first quarter offense in the league. And I'm going to go ahead and take Arizona to win and cover at home. I uh, Medium-sized play, not, not the smallest play, but I have some confidence Arizona here. Now, it doesn't matter if it's Dalton or Winston. Sounds like it'll be Dalton. I know Arizona's been bad at home and good on the road. Thursday night has been a house of horrors for Arizona. I have in my notes here. I believe Arizona on Thursday night football has not is 0-6. Oh, I'm sorry. They've lost their last five Thursday night football games. And the last one that I remember was the game against the Packers when there was no Devontae Adams and Arizona was undefeated and Aaron Rodgers beat them. And it was kind of brutal. Kind of. Very disappointing. I like Arizona in this one. I'm sorry. Listen, the NFC West is not what we thought it would be, right? The Rams are not good. The 49ers are beat the hell up. Um, I'm spacing on the other. Seattle, obviously, uh, and Arizona. Like, Arizona might be in last place at 2-4, and four, but they're one game back. That's it. Reality's going to hit Seattle. I'm just telling you guys now. You can get excited about Geno Smith's five-game sample size. Go for it. Reality will set in there. They will finish third or fourth. The question is, can Arizona pass the Rams? And I'm just going to remind you, the Rams have the toughest schedule in the league remaining. 
It is absolutely brutal. And it's already been brutal. So, I don't know, guys. I, I look at this. I think Arizona wins. I don't have anything on the total. Uh, the total has gone down from 46 to 43 and a half. Primetime unders, you know, they've been smashing big time this season. Um, I, I would I would lean to the under. But I'll go Arizona winning 23-17. Arizona Cardinals winning. All right, back tomorrow with a Gambling Friday. Everybody enjoy. Are there any hoops games tonight? I'm sure there are. Enjoy the NFL. Enjoy the Major League Baseball. It's a great month for sports. It's not as good as November. November's right around the corner where there'll be World Cup, college basketball, meaningful college football games. I can't wait. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.